0: Why, how, and when did capitalism as a system first come into existence? At first glance, these questions may only seem relevant to an audience engrossed in academic and, by definition, highly theoretical debates. They are questions that certainly preoccupied the founding fathers of the academic disciplines that emerged in tandem with modernity itself. Economics, for example, Smith sociology, for example, Marx, Durkheim, and Weber, and history, for example, Peren. A study of the origins of capitalism and the rise of the West also tends to be polemical. Indeed, over the last two centuries, various university faculties have found themselves embroiled in debate over whether capitalism can only be understood by studying the market as economists advocate, or whether one must also look at its links with sociology, political science, and history. As David Landis recently reminded us, the answers to these questions can also have profound contemporary implications. Namely, why is it that only a few in the modern world are incredibly wealthy, while most are utterly impoverished? Modern-day policies advocated by the World Bank and the IMF cannot be understood without putting the origins of capitalism into their proper context. Only by understanding why and how a certain area of the world became capitalist, while other highly successful civilizations in South Asia, China, or Northern Africa did not, can one understand the present situation and only by understanding how, many centuries ago, a certain area of the world grew wealthier, can one begin to grasp how systematic policies of capital accumulation were derived from core countries' continuous processes of colonization, exploitation, and domination of the periphery. It is my contention that modern forms of capital accumulation, based on military and technological power, Degrees of illegal and legal monopolization, neo-colonization, and the abuse of workers in dispersed geographical regions of the world are rooted in capitalist processes first generated in Western Europe. While many contemporary historiographies engage in a systematic rejection of all theoretical approaches, I attempt to deconstruct the traditional historiography of orthodox Marxism The Smithian modernization theory, and part of world system theory, and in the process try to present a coherent argument as to why, since the 13th century, a minority in a small area of the world has been able to enjoy the fruits of others' labor and natural resources. By engaging in a systematic, interdisciplinary, and comparative analysis of the developments and social structures in Europe, China, South Asia and Northwestern Africa, when normally only the narrowest of all historical approaches are routinely rewarded and recognized, it is hoped that this study will contribute to a small but growing field in world history while revalorizing economic history, which has been in crisis for some time now. In doing so, I invite my readers to critically rethink historical processes and particularly their relevance to the modern world. After all, how we envision and interpret the past has tremendous ramifications for how we imagine the future.